The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussions. Promised a much more uh, laid-back existence in 2023. Yesterday, for my uh, my resolution, I made yesterday. It's 2023, Kevin. This is the uh, Click This Podcast. Part. Where else would you be? But the Kevin Nash Podcast. I'm Sean. He's Kevin. And. Uh, we're all counting on a better 2023, right? That's just kind of... Whatever you say, Mr. Capote. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's... Uh, yeah, I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't have a worse... I couldn't have had a worse fucking year, so yeah. I, no, no, I don't think you could have. And, you know, being the eternal optimist, you're hoping for a better... A better landing here in in 23. It's hard to subscribe to the everything happens for a reason and God's will and all these things that you hear that you, you've probably been hearing from others on a daily yeah. basis. But there is always that hope. When the ball falls, and I'm not talking about puberty, baby. When the ball falls, that somehow we magically end up in a different spot. But it's just another fucking day, isn't it? The second, where are we now? January second, right? Yeah, I, I, you know, I started my day by by I looked and there was like a little bit of a, a stack of bills on my uh, kitchen table, and I thought, you know, I said, I'm going to go ahead and, and and get on this, you know, because you know, one thing my mom taught me. Uh, was you pay your bills first, you pay yourself second, and you try to put 10% in some kind of savings or investment. So I, uh, I went ahead to today and I sat down and I, I knocked all my bills out. And my wife came home and she just looked at me, she said, what are you doing? I said, I'm just paying the bills. She said, are you an asshole? I said, no, what do you mean? She goes, nobody pays bills. I said, really? She said, yeah. She said, it's a new thing, didn't you know? She said, what you do is you get a service from somebody, and um, then you just don't pay the bill. And you let it go on and on and on. You just, like, like you know, if you, like, say, like, if it's, just use it for instance, say, like, you were be an advertiser, and uh, you were to, uh, let's say you're being on that. Just, just we have a show, so you're an advertiser on our show, and um, you would go ahead and you would, you know, tell us that you, you know, make an agreement uh, with our ad people that you're going to pay X amount of dollars, and we're going to do the ad, and then, lo and behold, you know, 90 days later, the ad know, is read. The ads have been read. Multiple ads. Yes, and 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 not. 
just redundantly read, but with 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 zeal and zest and uh, professionalism, and then you just don't pay. I, I don't get it. I bet that happens out there. I'm sure it does. I bet there are shows waiting for fucking months. And you wonder, like, do the ad people, like, do, they obviously aren't sitting on their balls because they don't have any. So just, like, they just let people fuck them. I mean, let's say you're not getting any action at home, right? And, like, how often can you reject the advances of beautiful women or men, if that's your proclivity? But, um, you know, we're... we're, uh, uh, I mean, or, you know, end up, up, you know, taking $8,000 out of your bank account and, you know, going a different direction. Yeah, I guess, right? I mean, it's... uh, We'll get into that later, though. Oh, God. Oh, God. What fucking world are we in? What world are we in? Who gets what they're worth? Does anyone get what they're worth? Joe Rogan probably gets what he's worth. I'm sure. I'm sure that they pay ahead of time. I'm sure maybe that's not. maybe that's maybe that's the resolution for us and everybody, everyone who listens. Get what you're worth in 2023. Get what you're worth, whatever that means to you. If you have a podcast and you're worth a certain amount of money, get what you're worth. You can't always get what you want, but if you try sometimes, you just might find. I want more than I need. I want what I'm worth. I want what I want. <laughs> it's time. I'm 50. Uh, Fuck. You know. 50. I wish I, man. Does that sound good to you, 50? I know 40 no. sounds good to me now. So. No, it doesn't. It doesn't? No. 50 doesn't? Fuck, no. I don't want after the, after the fucking heartache I went through last um, year, I don't, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to play that fucking Indian again. I'm fine. Well, you don't want 70, right? I mean. You know, I'm, I'm hoping on 70, yeah. Eventually, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm in, I'm in no rush, but. You wouldn't play your 70 as, chip today. As we all know, fucking, you know, we, the, the earth travels around the sun a lot faster after you're about 14 years old. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It, the, the, the percentage that one year is of your life begins to diminish and that percentage of time is just like a, a high year as a fucking kid a when you walk in whenever oh man when you walk in but you as soon as you walk into high school as soon as you start dipping your dick life life changes so get what you're worth that's what we're telling you today yes get what you're listen. worth you work a job, you think you're worth more, go to your boss. Say, I, 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 I want what I'm worth. Go in armed, though. Go in, go in with numbers. Like a sp- I have a spreadsheet of what we're worth, Kevin. I have a spreadsheet. I have a massive spreadsheet I made. Hours of my life to compile the minutia of what this podcast is worth. And we will get it in 2023. Kevin's going, we're going to get it by January 15th, motherfucker. You're going to be talking You're going to be talking to the tail end of Nash. We will get it. And you get it too out there. Steve, get what you're worth. What are you worth? Get what you're worth. He hears Damn us. Damn right. He hears us. 
All right. All right. I got to calm down. I came out shot out of a cannon. Feedback from last week, the Christmas episode, Windy City Chill Town Challenges says, laughing my ass off, when Kev broke out into singing, I was working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. I almost choked on my drink. Agree, though, that the age of TV, now especially Raw, just isn't the same. The build up, the build up to a main event back in the 90s had you on the edge of your seat. Now it's kind of like, eh. Uh, R.P. Sullins. Nitro had a corporate boss to impress. Raw had a boss to keep in business. Today's landscape is very similar to all pro sports or shows. Streaming services is the competition for any WWE or AEW headliner to occur. Social media king, as they're doing now to bring more eyeballs to the product. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just need a facelift every generation. All right, so the first part of that was a reference to what we were talking about when we were talking about competition spurning better product in the 90s, if you listened to us last week. Uh, Nitro with a corporate boss to impress and Raw with a boss to keep in business. He agrees. Ringspan says, Sean, oh no, it is the talent, Sean. There are no larger-than-life men and women in pro wrestling anymore. Half of them look like my paper boy could kick their asses. It's a sad state when the marks are the ones now being presented as the stars. Who has a paper boy? You don't get it. You don't prefer a hard paper anymore, huh? You, you don't get a paper. No. Okay. No. I get a paper on the weekends. No. Well, yeah, but you could. Yeah, yeah. You can get the Times. I get the Times tossed onto my. Yeah, doorstep. I mean, yeah, that would I, would. I would. I would. You know. What am I gonna get somebody to drop a USA Today on my fucking driveway? No, that's no. <laughs> News aggregation for those with no attention span. But I, I, I want to hit something on this last one. No larger than life, men and women. I get that to agree. I loved the Bundys and the Andres and the Studs and the Nashes. Certainly, certainly had a place. There are some guys with great looks and and girls with great looks in professional wrestling now. Okay, we we talk about it every week. You know, I'm, I'm a Joe fan. I, I I think Joe Kevin Owens. I feel like could could kick some motherfuckers' ass in an alley. I mean, there's some believability there. I I uh, it's 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 beyond the look. It's the use and the charisma. Half of it is up to the talent, but the other half is is up to how they're being used. So it's a it's a, a conflagration of issues. Ringspan. Kevin, would you agree? I'm just going to try not to stutter in case somebody out there thinks I've got a CTE problems. So I'll just just do the just try not to try not to stutter because somebody was worried about me. Oh, did so, somebody? Did someone say you stuttered? Yeah, I stutter all the time. Okay. So what happens is, you know, when you get excited, <laughs> you just kind of just go off. So what I'm going to do is, I'm going to I'm just going to be I'm going to be monotone and boring as fuck, and really watch like. Everything I say, so I can come across like the people do that do the news. I was gonna say there's plenty of podcasts out there that you'd you'd fit with if you. Did. Yeah, no, I just I I watch some of the other people and they make sure that they think about what they say before they say it. Well, so much of it is is predetermined also. What people like about this show, and I've seen plenty of comments to offset any stuttering comments, is that spontaneity is is evidence that it's real. 
So many more people enjoy this than than the critics. The very the very few, I'm calling them critics like it's an assigned position. The, yeah, but the thing is, though, if 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 you can actually if you can actually like dispel the myth that that they think you've got some kind of a brain, da- you know, some kind of brain damage. It's like, no, I, I, I really don't. What's really the go to because because you're an athlete and yeah. specifically a wrestler where there where there were some issues, but I like the term that when when people call us morons. Oh. You're you're a moron because you don't think the same way I do. That's where we are today. Of course man. I don't. You scored six hundred on your college board, you fucking mental midget. Why would I think the same as you? I had a guy with six degrees one week, remember? Or like eight degrees, he said. He had eight degrees. Yeah, but how many of them were, were fucking next to Kevin Bacon? Right. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon, not eight degrees of of, of accredited college. Or maybe he's what's his name? You know name? what that the, tells uh, me? That that tells the me guy number from New York. Yeah. It tells me that you're Sandwich. really, really good. People always say that too. They're like, Yeah, I went to so if I was to interview somebody that came in and I, I I was look at the uh their degree or their their accreditations or whatever, what that tells me is you're good at going to school. You have discipline because you have to have discipline. And you're also stupid as fuck because you're $80,000 in debt. Mm. Please. I'm, I'm, <laughs> college right. applications have to be in. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I know that you're getting ready to fucking... Roll, roll in the ba- the the brink. Wonder why Sean wants to, the advertisers to pay. Add money to fund college. For fuck's sake! Oh, we're it's. Oh, did, you know what? You know what? Some of the, if you are going for a performing arts degree, which is a very secure decision. First of all, yes, yeah. You graduate with that with that paper in unemployment. Um, the the they have pre-auditions now so before my daughter has to go in an audition for nyu and pace and all these schools you have to send them auditions on video two monologues one pre-1970 one contemporary one comic one serio uh a song contrasting songs from different time periods of musical theater that's before you walk in they want to see that before you have the pledge, and now listen. When I went to college, I sent in a bunch of fucking papers, and I heard back. In addition to all that, you're sending in the pre auditions, so you can then walk in and audition. And on top, and besides that, all of your academics stuff is being judged. I need water. So, um, Guido Luzzi. Oh, Guido Luzzi. Sean, even though a baseball season is 162 games, a one and three game losing a one to three game losing streak is not insignificant. Every season there's teams that miss the playoffs by one to five games. Sometimes teams in a division can even tie and lose the tiebreaker for the division. For example, the 2005 Okay, listen. 
I, I get what you're saying. Are there times where one game is significant? Of course. If they played 100,000 games, there would be instances where a couple of the top teams were separated by two or three games. Okay, It's just the law of averages. What I'm saying is generally the significance of, a 16, of one game in a 17-game season far outweighs one game or two games in a 162-game season. Not to unless, mention, how do you have a job and watch 162 anythings? Unless you're Tampa Bay and you're <laughs> seven and nine and ahead of this, this oh, the box, yeah. <laughs> That's you just getting a shit division. Wow. Oh, I just don't get. It. That was my baseball rant where I was talking about the uh, there being too many. Games. I actually saw something on uh, one of the I don't know it was a, a Google feed or whatever it was, and they were talking to Deion Sanders, and he said that Major League Baseball was a, a more difficult uh, endeavor than the NFL. How? I didn't read it. Oh. I just wanted to throw it out there. Maybe somebody somebody can research that, and, mm-hmm. and maybe next week they can have a, uh, a reason. Um, There's a lot of standing around, too, if you look at a baseball game. Next time, during the baseball season, in that short time where there's overlap of football and baseball, right, September, October, watch a football game for 15 minutes and then click immediately over to the baseball game. Everything everything crashes. Wherever your endorphins are at that time will crash It'll be a shot of the, the, the 15 minutes between pitches. George Carlin did a great bit about how you can speed baseball. One swing, fuck you, sit down, you're out. That's it. Random, yeah, wiffle ball. One randomly placed landmines in the outfield. A lot of ways to spruce that sport up. I just can't watch it. Oh. Guido Luzzi, you can. And it's at the great. same time, like UFC... Sometimes when I watch like late at night and I watch the like the best of UFC and it's these incredible fights and I I and I didn't watch it in the first you know when it, when it first played I guess that's stuttering right because I'm trying to think about what I'm going to say <laughs> <clears throat> so that's I, that's my that's my CTE because I don't know what the fuck the, the, the what I'm going to say because this just came up but um so I'm watching a fight that I've never watched before, but it's best of. So it's like just a barn burner of a fight. And these guys, it's just, I, all of a sudden I feel like my chest gets tight. I know my blood pressure is going through the roof. I'm like, why am I watching this? Yeah. Like I've got to go to bed. I'm getting all hyped up. And it, I remember me and my son used to have, uh, I want, maybe it was Mike Tyson boxing or one of these, but you had to, you had to pound on the, uh, on the controller pad Punch like, out, Mike Tyson's punch out. It was yeah, called. and like, yeah. and he had Marciano was like my son would always pick. He would pick uh, Rocky Marciano, and he would, and I would always like build a guy to be me. I'd be a, some palooka, and my son would beat the shit out of me. I could never in, in between rounds. You you know you'd, you'd have the guy with the ice bag and the the cut stick working on you, trying to come back out and. Finally, one night I was I, I was doing a movie somewhere, and I was uh, I brought the, the PlayStation. I brought that game with me, and I built a fighter. And I, I like went to camp and did all this shit. And I that that fighter became the world champion. And uh, 
that the game? That's yeah, I think it, yeah, it is I Marciano, think it's Marciano, actually. Yeah. That was Fight Night. It was yeah, called. yeah. That was a good. That was a good game. Um, Lou Marciano had a gym not far from me here, um, and uh, it was like the what was that Polish fighter's name? Andrew Galata. That was like his training place. So I was doing a script with somebody. So we got access to uh, to Marciano's gym, and he just kind of let us have the reign of the place, hang out, get the feel, watch guys, whatever. And I was talking to Lou during downtime. It, Rocky's brother. Uh, which you might have deduced on your own if you don't have CTE. Um, Lou said about his brother, he he was always disappointed that he was not a baseball player. He wanted to be a baseball player. That was his dream more than anything else. And he ends up being, see, it just shows we're never happy, right? You should be satisfied having a, the most successful podcast. Look at my hands. His small hands. Look at my hands. I'm never, I'm never going to fight Joe Lewis. You do the De Niro, give me a little That's bit. A, well, there's a question later related to that, so you're going to have to wait for it. Okay. I, I guess I'm kind of in a, in a corner, in, a, in, a, in, in some, I could put the gloves on maybe. No, you I look, look like more I'm like in a robe. You look like more like uh, the, the fight doctor, Bernie Pacheco. <laughs> Freddie Pacheco. Uh, Freddie, Bernie, whatever the fuck. That's a long time ago. For us CTE guys, that was. <laughs> My favorite ref was Mills Lane. Whatever happened to Mills? Oh, yeah, Mills Lane. Come out fighting. Remember he had like a show where he was like the like Judge Judy. Oh, you're kidding. No, he, yeah, like Mills Lane was like he was like Judge Judy. Is he a judge? Was he Judge Mill look at this. Judge Mills Lane. Was he a, was he an actual certified judge? I don't know. He said he was a tailor and he kept hit me with uh, some deep, deep inseam measurements. Good lord. See, that's just a bastardization. It is no. He could have maintained being entertained. He was entertaining in the ring. Here he is, I guess. What year was that? 90, what did it say? 96? Okay. I missed it. I was I busy. Yeah. I was on the road after 300 days a year, and I knew what the fuck was. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it existed. You spent a lot of time fucking around in hotel rooms, and that's the reason you ran into yeah. Judge Mills Lane. 700 episodes. Wow, we have a lot to live up to. Judge Mills Lane made it to se- well, he had advertisers that paid. Um, oh, mission plus low blow. Go ahead, take eight seconds, get your wind. The B- Tasmission Plex, the B. Arthur Woman of the Year Award. Wow, what an honor it will be for whoever wins that award. Screw the Emmy Award and Grammy Awards. The real market. Should of we? Should we just go Arthur. to it right now? No, we'll do that. We'll do the whole okay, thing. Okay, okay. Maybe the, we'll do we'll do a song, and maybe you can do a, a performance. I'll forget with my CTE. I'm going to forget where forget we're the at. Lyrics. <laughs> We'll bring it up on the screen like they all have today. Guido Luzzi, a second question. I think I love the name Guido Luzzi this week. I think the Joe Rogan podcast is fantastic, but I rarely watch it. However, I have seen every minute of every episode of this podcast, and I basically never even saw Kevin wrestle. So this means you're a product beyond sports. You're a, you're, you're a, you're a podcast product now. You're a podcast entity that people would pay high High guaranteed money for television, radio, podcasts. The inbox is full of them. I'm, I'm, uh, there's beautiful women in every room. I'm dressed like Hef, and I'm beating off every week. I'm standing here beating my meat 
<laughs> and I got a room full of broads. That's how I feel today. I feel like I got a room, for a mansion full of broads, and I'm in a bathroom trying to pump one out to a 1975 issue. <sighs> full bush. Gotta calm down. All right. Um, Tommy Demon. Tommy Demon says, LOL, Sean, I smoke camel non filters for 37 years now. And going to my team for cigarettes with filters is Tampax Sigs, he calls them. Because would you put a filter on your joint? No way. Personal belief. Why put a tampon on your cigarette? Are you on the rag or bleeding in the mouth? LOL. You all keep kicking ass and being you. That was the most convoluted email I've ever read in my life. But I think what he's telling me is I should be smoking non-filtered cigarettes if I'm going to smoke again. I talked about smoking a camel non-filtered and almost ending up in the fucking hospital one night. But he's a big fan of me keeping the filters out. Tampax Sigs. I never heard that. I kind of dig it, though. I'm in between stuttering. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a lot of me today. It's a <laughs> lot of me today. No one's paying for that. Well, no one's paying anyway. Uh, exactly. Kev, you, you know, if you're going to run, this is the year you have to declare, okay? If you're going to be on the ballot... Or if we're, maybe we'll just write you in. I don't know how that works. I wrote myself in. There was a there was a write in in down in Florida, in the midterm. It was there was a uh, Republican. I don't know what it was, and then it, or they they had a slot that said write in, and I just I put a check and put Kevin Nash. So I did get one vote. In the state I was say, of you got one vote. Yeah, not too fucking bad. How many of us sure. can say that? I probably if I would have like. Use my social media. I might have, might have won the bitch. That's true. Remember that next time. Yeah, I did. I didn't realize when they sent the uh, the the dummy ballot out. They didn't clarify that. Feel free to put copious ads for click this on your Twitter account. By the way, not just your political uh, aspirations. But if you were, if you were, if you were to declare. If you were to throw your hat in the ring, we'd need your stance on this. This show's a good platform, by the way, because we get your stance on a lot of stuff. Right. On immigration. We talked about immigration a lot. I think that you're a douchebag if you put a bunch of uh, immigrants in, a, in, in buses and drop them off in front of the vice president's house. Most people would think you're a douchebag. Yeah, pretty okay. much a douchebag. Mm-hmm. It's almost like. You'd be somebody in a wheelchair, and you'd think because you're in a wheelchair, nobody would knock you the fuck out. Kind of like that. Mm. Somebody you know, like somebody like me. If you did that to me, uh, I'd probably come. Like, not only would I knock you out of the wheelchair, but I'd knock you out of the wheelchair with a fucking aluminum baseball bat. <laughs> If you not, that not to, that we uh, not that we condone. No, I mean, yeah, but if yeah. you did that, to, if, if I was a, if I was an an immigrant that uh, had came, you know, through cartel and you know, made it, yeah, yeah, made, made it and, and have this, you know, have a uh, a piece of shit human being uh, do something like that to me, uh, I think I would that would be my. Uh, and I mean, that could be a great. And I, I might just be thinking right now of just a, a, like a a low budget film shot 
uh, on an Italian budget that we could uh, dub and put on Netflix like that uh, Vigilante that I just watched the other night. We, we, can, we can remake the Spaghetti Western uh, involving buses instead of horses. A lot of people I'd like to send a lot of places. Um, but anyway, the, the, since you brought up in, immigration, it, it's noteworthy to mention that Title 42, which is in the news, um, which was a, a COVID policy uh, to prevent the any influx of people from highly infected locale from coming in. And what it did was it gave the border, the border authorities, uh, permission to, to turn them away and reject them. Not to put them on a bus. That's kind of bringing them in. And, mm-hmm. and shipping them, but Title Four because people are invoking Title Forty Two in the discussion of the buses. It's actually to turn them away. Okay, so now because it was a COVID era policy, specifically addressing the dangers of COVID, um, it would need to be reworked, of course. But it's but it's rejection. Okay, it's not it's not the acceptance and, and putting on the bus. Okay, just did you just see did you see some of the uh, like the one guy that put the uh, containers. I don't know if he was a. Uh, he put containers on the border, like the ship, know, the shipping containers, the shipping containers. Yeah, and it was like he didn't take into uh, consideration the topography. So, like, <laughs> if this is if this is the topography, he's got like, a shipping container here and then one here. You know, there's this like space. I'm like, yeah, it's, interesting. Come on. Yeah, you got to look. The lay of the land has a lot to do with how your your rectangle is going to abut something next to it. There you go. Oh boy, that's. You know, I'm not saying everyone has to take science, but Uh, or play Tetris or play Tetris. (laughs) Don't play Tetris. You have not gonna do that any well, my friend. You stupid ass. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. I know you're often thinking about our friends in South Korea, and um, oh. the they've lifted a ban on the uh, imported uh, high-priced sex dolls. Um, so there you go. So there's uh, so those uh, can now be infl- if you were concerned, Kev. If you lived over there, your your inflatable King jo- Kim Jong Un doll would be fine. Could use that as a mattress and ride it if you were uh, why so inclined. Why do I have to have Kim? Why can't I pick? Who, why can't I have? Uh, well, let's pick one. Let's 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 design the perfect. Uh, let's design the perfect companion. I just I saw where where Lisa Ling was like having like something on CNN. She was maybe it was a couple of weeks ago, but she was gonna. This guy had a like a. He called it some kind of companion, but it was a, it was like a very 
high dollar realistic uh, look like love doll sex toy whatever you want to oh I, I thought you were going to tell me there was a Lisa Ling doll available no uh, oh no no, okay. no. Um, but I'm sure I'm sure that you could build one yeah I'm sure that some, some freak out there can manufacture one we, we need some customizability I don't know how customized you can get with this let's see uh, I know there's a couple of different companies out there that offer uh, product very pricey though Kevin you're going to be paying like I think an upwards of probably 10 grand for the perfect companion but you know if you're I don't know maybe maybe you got to be single first of all because these things are like life size they weigh 100 pounds you can't conceal this from from your lady it, it would have to be just you'd either have to be alone or you'd have to have the discussion honey I'm going to have basically a, a an incapacitated uh, sexual partner around the house. Yeah. Uh, it takes swinging at it at a completely different level. My, my wife and I have an open relationship. Really? Yeah, I can bang a 90-pound hunk of vinyl anytime I want to. Exactly. <laughs> Would be a dream for some guys. But uh, mm. all right, so let's see here, uh, Steve. Can we get a? Can we get something here? Can we get one of these high-priced ones? I want. Whoa, the, uh, okay, wait. here we go. So you're gonna pick the, uh, the Jennifer Love <laughs> Hewitt there. Wait, wait, what? Our friends on ad-free shows will get the the unencumbered version of this. Mm. I think uh, there may be edits. And anyone listening, this is incentive to watch the show. So we're gonna build Kevin the uh, the perfect uh, companion here. So uh, we all need, right. I guess, a. Uh, just a base, like I a like base doll. I mean, uh, Second row. You mentioned a Jennifer Love Hewitt lookalike. Well, that, that that the third one down. Okay, go I mean, down. two more down. No, no, no. On that row, first row, the one with the which I can't read what her name is. Two more over. Not Stephanie. Quinn. Quinn. Quinn look kind of has a little bit of a Jennifer Love Hewitt kind of thing going. She's a ginger. All right, so let's select her as the uh, as the basis, and then we can make we can make modifications, can we not? See? Oh, you're saving a thousand dollars today, by the way. Well, I pick, I That's pick like, a what well, I pick a dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one tit for free. Nobody wants <laughs> Quinn. All right, you so might see nothing like the mighty Quinn. Come on, everybody. <laughs> Here we go. Do you need to change the face at all? Let's zoom in there. Let's get every Let's option. Okay, so this is just the oh, face, or is this the hair? No, this is the face. Violet's got the uh, the two thousand two thousand twenty-three. Yeah, I, I occasionally get fillers. <laughs> oh, the lips. Yeah, Jesus. I see that look. I'm like, wow. Let's see. Let's, let's look. God, they all. They, they, the, the, what's this one? Alina looked like she looked looked like she. Uh, Amara looks like she's got she had some lip work done. Some of these they, half these girls look like they're professional boxers. Yeah. Their noses <laughs> hard to perfect the nose. No, okay, there's a couple of them. Yeah, but a couple of them are a little. Well, I guess there's a. I guess if you want to do like the the, the battered girlfriend, look, I'm there's some that, of that there. I, I, I'm not finding anybody much better than Quinn over there. Okay, so we'll keep the face. So we'll okay, keep we the Quinn keep, keep, keep Quinn face. 
so, uh, Steve, click the uh, – let's make sure we keep the face. Now, okay, the body. So now you want emphasis on the top, the bottom. I want a combination since we're going for we're going for Freakasaurus. I like uh, D. Yeah. F. F. Let's see. F's got the, F. Oh yeah. F's got the cocked. Got the fucking back. The what? Oh, that, cocked. That, that back. Right. Yeah. That, that arch. Arch for the chic. <laughs> arch body F. Arch. You got the arch. Kaz's head would explode if he knew he could order one of these. <laughs> he'd be asking. He'd be asking Carol to get that credit card out. Um, let's uh, eye color. We can uh, customize the eye color. Let's, let's see. What is that? Uh, what's the last one on? What's next to almond? Smoke. Smoke. That'd be a little creepy. That's a little creepy. That's yeah. a little robotic yeah. looking. How about the bottom? The like the, the bottom. Go up. I'm going to go with Kush. Kush green. green. Okay. Kush so green. A little brown like, in there. Yeah. Very good. And now we have to pick the makeup style. Are you going to get this specific where we're going to uh, I'm going to customize makeup. No, we're not. No. Okay. We'll keep her as is. I'm not that much. Of a uh, hair. I don't, I don't, want, I don't want to play this thing to play this thing out too too fucking hard. Uh. Hairstyle. Yeah. You like the existing? Yeah, she's fine. Okay. Breast options. We have a lot here. We have uh, one cup. What larger. are her cup? What's her cup now? See, the thing is, because I don't know what the material is, as they are right now, there seems to be too much of a of a, of a gap between her existing breasts to be able to do any. Uh, I believe the term is titty fucking. Yeah, well, the you know the body type you picked though was. Uh, was ve- was very large up top. Was, yes, it, yeah. So so it's not but that. Yeah, that model's going to change. We're 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 looking yeah. at the given model versus yeah, the type. Like, F. Yeah, it looks like those those are going to be able to slide the hog between. Yeah, you could park it in there for sure. Okay, play the fucking French horn, no problem. <laughs> Scroll down. Let's see. Do we? And you could customize. I believe. Okay. So what do we? Yeah, thirty two F will be the oh. size with twenty four waist and a thirty seven hip. Yeah, I'm quite. I don't. I don't know if I've ever parked between some F's before. So first time for everything. <laughs> yes, it's uh, sixty. Custom nipples. Now, uh, for God's sakes. Well, oh, I see. Okay, so it's. Yeah, I definitely don't want a fucking buckwheat buckwheat pancake. So, um, let's go down one. Uh, I'm gonna go. That's maybe the uh, uh, perky three. That looks like. Prosciutto, per- right there. Perky, Perky one, <laughs> HD Perky one looks uh, not too bad. What, what happened? We just get censored. Is that our, oh, they they brought our. <laughs> did we just get censored? <laughs> YouTube stepped in live and but Perky one. That's the that's the perky winner. One. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna Boy, really. You can... How much time are you gonna be spending sucking <laughs> your artificial? Love, love companions, nipples. Exactly. It tastes like a fucking tennis ball the rest of the day in your mouth. <laughs> oh fuck! This is this is so creepy on so many levels. Just to be doing this. 
This is basically the plot of every slasher film, except this gets delivered to your door. Yet I find myself aroused. (laughs) Was it that Oreo-colored nipple that did it to you, brother, there? What's that one called? Melanoma. (laughs) I was going to say, that one gets sent for a fucking biopsy. Jesus, chop that motherfucker out with a fucking uh, ice cream scooper. Scooper. All right, so uh, we will choose a color here. Are there any that you prefer? Oh, uh, tan. Okay, very good. A lighter nipple. Yeah. Guys, uh, If you, you, uh, Meet the Press is on right after this. Just stay tuned if you tuned in looking for that. You have a few minutes left yet. We're on vaginal style. Uh, would you like the removable or the second one is... Ooh, the a Bluetooth. <clears throat> okay, the uh, all right, we're up to eighty one hundred dollars on our customizations. By the way, well, we're we're getting a thousand off though, right? That's true. We are getting a thousand off. So yeah, so we're we're still in the ballpark here. And uh, let's see. No, our, no our, our our options are are sixteen hundred. So now what do we got? Vag. So you get to pick the pelt. That's, All right, no, that's just the physical. Oh, wow, that's interesting. So, this, what it's going to look like? What it's Jesus actually going to look like? I feel like a doctor at this point. Yeah, I mean, do you have a preference on on what the roast beef looks like? I don't want it to look like fucking a moth landed. <laughs> well, that would rule out A and D. Let's look at. Um, uh, now everyone looking at this on YouTube is just going to see a giant blur. Right. Trust us. Let's go to Jessica. Let's put, pull up Jessica because okay. we just got to get out of this. I mean, at this point, we, you know, we got to we got to be able to go to home. We'll hit the, the magnifying hit the magnifying glass so we can see where we're. Where we're that's fine. It's got a little. Yeah, she's been once. I once I hit that three or four times, it'll be it'll, it'll look like that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now the pelt. Uh, the um, I, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, just for cleanup purposes alone, I'm going shaved. You go on the wood floor. No <laughs> yeah. Groucho. Yeah, no. nah, not nothing. No Adolf. No. Uh, <laughs> fucking the last one looks like Bert. Put the yeah. hey Bert. I put Kev down for the wood floor there. And now uh, custom freckles. Would you nah, like? I don't want no, freckles. No freckles nah. at all. Uh, piercings? No. God, no. Okay. And now the final selection is lube. Would you like glide, sensation, or pleasure? Who does, I mean, who, I who can't says trust no to pleasure? I'm just, going in, I'm, just, I'm going in with just some fucking Astro Glide. I'll be okay. fine. Now, I see the next option is the transgender converter. I'm going to go ahead and pass on that. Well, you can slip a save, pipe on that, motherfucker. Save the 500 bucks. <laughs> Medium or large, I see, are the same price. Yeah. <clears throat> Difference is, uh, is how you, how you walk. So we're at, we're at 85.98.99. Add to cart. I mean, I think we're good. Um <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Do we get a final picture, or it's just where we're just proceeding to check out here? I think we got to proceed to check out to see what we got here. Due to popularity, the current estimated production time is. I can't read the purple there. What does it say? Six fucking months? Six months. Wow. 
No Ugh. refunds after 30 days. It says. Can you imagine what would come back? Ugh. All right, they're not showing us the model. I yeah. guess. It's I guess, we have to leave I it up to they, our I guess they realize we, we went through that too fast to be uh, actual buyers. Unbelievable. Well, well, Kev, that 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 companion would cost you a mere eighty five hundred dollars. Listen, what's the movie where the guy is a recluse and he he has that like robot uh, woman and he brings the the guy in? Oh gosh, her her is, is that what it, is that it? I want to think it's got some weird science because she's a robot. Is it Joaquin Phoenix? No, no, no. Her is her is that? That's that's the audio. Um. Oh, it's it's got like a science. It's a, it's a sci-fi movie. There was a horror film pieces in the eighties where a guy was. Uh, this is kind, this is real. <laughs> this is this is. God, jigsaw puzzle it's it's on right now it's it, it's on either hbo uh max i watched it like a month or two ago it could, it could for eighty five hundred dollars it could be the kevin nash story is what it could be uh, you check a lot of boxes reclusive you practically have a real doll if we click that button you'll be all set i am a recluse Oh, well, this is a fine time to tell our folks out there that um, if you do place your order um, and you have any pro- uh, any uh, any anxiety, any performance anxiety, but you know you don't want to be ridiculed by the by the uh, by the real doll, Blue Chew will remove all that pressure for you okay there is nothing it removes the mental aspect of the game maybe you're a little maybe you buy one on the second hand market let's say maybe mm. you go to one of those uh, Craigslist yeah. pages and someone's selling their real doll for only four grand and you don't want to think about where you're going to be or you might you might not you're worried about your performance you don't want to go in there and, and be outperformed by the guy before you exactly she you know she would know your doll would know so uh, Blue Chew is your answer. You know, it's a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets. Okay, it's a fraction of the cost. You could take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead, be re- ready whenever the opportunity arises. Um, you have six months to get on this plan, guys, because that's how long it's going to take them to build your doll. So the process is simple. BlueChew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you're going to receive your prescription within days. And when you go on there, you scroll down. It's like, do you want for immediate uh, action, the ones that that kind of wear off in four to six hours? Do you want to be long and strong for for days? There's a different selection for that. Uh, It's customizable. It's all done online, and that's the magic of Blue Chew. You're not going to the doctor's office, sitting there talking about your hospital. You're not waiting in the pharmacy as they sit there and look at what your script is. It's done online. It's shipped to you in discreet packaging. And that's why Blue Chew is the man's revolution. Um, I was just at an event, saw one of the wrestling agents from across the room. He held up the Blue Chew packet to me. I knew immediately what it was, the little silver packet. Um, 
guys, you don't need a problem to do this, okay? It just You just want that guarantee, that confidence that it's going to be ready when you hit it. You're going to get that from Blue Chew, okay? And uh, a special deal for our listeners, as always, Kevin, putting together um, uh, the perfect shopping experience for you. If you go to BlueChew.com and you put the promo code NASH, you're getting your first month free. Okay, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. We thank BlueChew for sponsoring our Stiff One of the Week. You're going to get your free tablets shipped to you when you go to BlueChew.com, promo code NASH. All right. And, and, and one more thing. Uh, Please. Because to me, it's, it's you know a lot about a company when you deal with them like we do. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, Blue Chew is one of the companies that the, the, they have an unbelievable product. And it, it shows because people use it, they purchase it, they use it, they use it time and time again. And Blue Chew also is one of the few advertisers that we have that are paid on time. Bluetooth has been with us from day one, and they renew and they pay. It's fabulous, fabulous we, uh, to deal with Blue Chew. That's why we love. That's why we absolutely love uh, our relationship with them, and it's 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 a, a win win. It's it a pro, it's a product that that we both would use. We both have used, and it's. Uh, they're, they're a blessing to work with. So we, we thank you, Blue Chew. Us uh, here at, at, at Click This, uh, nothing nothing but love for you, and have a great uh, 2023. Absolutely. And they'll be with us in 2023. Yes, Happy to announce. And uh, listen, if you're one of these companies that pays, pays the agency, then your agency isn't, isn't, isn't getting the money where it's supposed to go. Light a fire under them. Make, make, make sure... That your uh, your outlets are taken care of. We're driving business. All right, I gotta stop. I and gotta you really stop. don't want to get fucking blistered on here when your commercial gets red. <laughs> We're the wrong guys <laughs> to not pay. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you're a fucking if you're fucking a slacker, man, it's not your universe here. Yeah, bad. Uh, somebody I, I, else. I got, I got a million people on Twitter that'll also I'll also bomb. You just <laughs> kill. You know. <clears throat> um, Bob Holly is also someone else that you wouldn't want to cross. I suspect. And our stiff one of the week. It was on an edition of You Shoot, which I hosted, and uh, we were playing a game because Bob Bob seemed to have the reputation at the time of someone who. Um, kind of took no guff and would uh, maybe kick someone's ass. So we played the how I'd kick your ass game. We brought up a name of someone that we thought maybe Bob might want to have uh, an interlude with, uh, not of a sexual nature. Uh, but uh, And then we wanted to know how specifically he would shoot on that person. Would he just start swinging? Would he get someone in a front face lock? Would maybe he take out the leg? So we get to Ken Kennedy, who I guess we had the insight on uh, uh, that Bob was not a fan of. And But I have to say, I, I've worked with Ken and Bob. I love them both. I found them to be great. But anyway, there was heat uh, with the two. So here's Bob Holly. Uh, with a, a far more extensive answer than I ever expected when I said, how would you kick Ken Kennedy's ass? 
save this one for the next guy. Ken Kennedy. Okay, this one here, I would take him out in the woods. Number one, I'd probably take toothpicks and shove them up underneath his fingernails. Then I would take, take some ants, fire ants, dump them all over his body, let them bite him up really good. Then I would take some alcohol, pour all over his body, you know, so he wouldn't get infected. You know, and then, then I would probably, um, you know, if there was an ant like crawling around his eye or something, I would probably take my knife and like kind of dig it out a little bit, you know, while he was screaming. And then, um, and hopefully his wife would be watching. And then, you know, I'll get to her later. Um, then, uh, probably take some gas, pour the gas on him, and, like, actually start at his feet. Warm his feet up a little bit. Right. Because, you know, sometimes it gets cold in the woods. Yeah. And then I would, you know, like, because of what, what answer left, you have to get rid of them, so you need to burn them burn off. Them. Yeah. You know, and then um, I would probably take bolt cutters, cut each finger off, um, and then cut his toes off. And then I would probably, I would probably stick a big round stick up his ass and then, um, um, what else would I do? We could probably go on all day. We, we? Yeah, we, yeah. That, you I, just wrote saw number seven, by the way. Right? That's good. <laughs> Bob thought about that a lot, I think, beforehand. That, I was expecting that you would, how would you beat somebody's ass? I didn't, I didn't realize it was like. Deliverance? Yeah, that was. Intense. He's an intense cat. Nah, he's pretty. He's nice. I think it. I think that's a lot of that's facade. Maybe. Uh, it's time for Florida man or Jersey guy, Kev. Um, it's uh, we we did the the tabulation. I think you're sixteen and seven, which is a which is a, a good martial arts record, a good MMA uh, record. Um, <clears throat> And uh, we'll see if you would allow me not to play a couple of those baseball games. Huh? <laughs> exactly. That, 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 that's only one one fifteenth of the season. Uh, Twenty six games. Um, okay. So here are the two stories uh, this week. Um, one, if you're playing along at home, uh, one a real headline from uh, a Jersey guy. One a real headline from Florida man. Okay. First one: man beat roommate's raccoon with hammer. And threatened to kill neighbor. And burglary suspect trying to escape gets in a cop car instead of a lift. Florida, Jersey. Florida up top, Jersey second. Yeah, we have so many raccoons down in Florida. All right. Well, let's see. Florida man beat roommate's raccoon with a hammer. Threatened to kill neighbor. Now... The fact that the neighbor, the neighbor was keeping a raccoon is uh, kind of what was interesting to me. Uh, you may have a lot of raccoons running about, but, uh, I mean, Kevin, you never open your door. 
uh, for Depends a raccoon. Depends if unless it's Rocky Raccoon. Yeah, that he'd be welcome. But uh, yeah, so stepped into your room <laughs> only to have Gideon Bible. Those of you that are fans of the Nash vocals are getting <laughs> way more than you bargained for today. And then the burglary suspect trying to escape gets in a cop car and stuff. Yeah, I knew he was going to look like this, by the way. Uh, in Rochelle Park, their burglary suspect didn't. Uh, his plan didn't go as intended when he ended up getting in the back of a police car instead of his lift. He was hoping. He was hoping that it was the the backstop was going to be a green screen. Yeah, at the police station there. Right, he'd just blame be the floating head. Like the fucking Matrix. Yeah, so uh, didn't go well for Mr. Nicholas Maziot. He called a lift, by the way. Can Let this fact not go uh, undiscovered uh, as his getaway. He thought as he planned this crime, um, he would call a lift to escape the area after the robbery. And then... You know, if, if that didn't show stellar criminal planning, uh, jumped in a cop car instead of the lift. So that's well, so Kev, well, once again, well, well thought out. Well thought out. You are uh, you now advance to seventeen and six. Was it seventeen and seven? It's not Cy Young Award winning numbers, but you know, it's still uh, it's still a high percentage. Yeah, uh, okay. those of you keeping track at home. Oh, God. You know what? Let me tell you one more thing before we go forward. For me, with the new year, I, I got to get my goddamn body in, 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 in shape here. You know, when we got FitBod as, uh, as an advertiser, I, uh, I was pretty excited. I had to, you know, I want to try the stuff we advertise, obviously, because, you know, we want to put in the time and the respect uh, for those products that that we're going to sit and talk about that give us money and and sustain us and they're our lifeline, uh, so I want to give them the time. So I used the app. Okay, I tinkered with the app and I loved it. I loved it. I can give f- the FitBod app my highest, and they'll be with us all through 2023. Um, the uh, the things I love most about the app, first of all, the algorithm changes. Okay, it updates based on my plan. And it doesn't tell me I have to go get a bunch of stuff. I can use what I have. I put in my goals and I put in what I have home here and uh, my my free weights, my treadmill, and uh, I'm able to, to have the plan developed. And I would do that. So, guys, New Year's is here. If you did not jump on the FitBod bandwagon when we first brought them into your life, this is the perfect time to do it. Trust me, it's easy to stick with. This is like having a personal trainer that doesn't yammer at you all the time on your phone, okay? And you set your expectations and goals, and it adapts to what you're doing. Pick your fitness goal, add your equipment, and FitBot's going to create the routine for you. Maybe you're missing gym time, you're busy, uh, you've hit a plateau, you don't want to spend the excessive money on a personal trainer. This is the perfect answer. As a matter of fact, a full year of FitBot is less than the cost of one session with most personal trainers. Okay, Join FitBot today and build a routine that lasts all year. This is your 2023 gimmick, baby. And Kevin has arranged for 25% off. Okay, Try the app for free now at FitBot.com. M-E, me, fitbod, F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash click, K 
F-I-T-B-O-D-C-L-I-Q. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash click. Okay? And get 25% off the subscription, but you could try it now for free. And we thank you, FitBod, for being one of the ones we love. One of the people on board with us here. It is time. It is time for the year-end awards, Kevin. Much excitement. I have, I have one thing real quick. Yeah. Um, at, at Ex Machina, can, can somebody th- pull that up? Deus, Deus Ex Machina? Is that what it is? Ex, ex Machina? Is that what it is? Uh, it means it's a, it's a writing term or, or a storytelling term for uh, a, 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 the, uh, an, an external... That's it. Oh, this is the... Um, That's the film. Oh, this is the film. Oh, okay. And this is where? This is on uh, I think one on, of the streamers? On either HBO or on, on Netflix. I watched it in the last month. HBO Max, Steve said. Aha. Okay. I thought you were you were you were whipping out the term for for a minute there, but it's no. Uh, I just they I was I had seen it on the side and it was driving me nuts. And during uh, the last uh, ad that we ran, yeah, during the last ad we th- that we ran, I was trying to to pull it up and I wasn't looked like I wasn't paying attention. I didn't want to think that I wasn't interested in our advertiser. It was just I was trying to to co- coincide and see if that was because I just actually I thought that was kind of a I don't know very different movie okay a very good 2 a.m. I'm not ever sleeping movie well see now I'm going to have to watch it to see how it ties into the uh, the writing device deus ex machina meaning that I, I, th- I think the translation is something about the the, the hand of God so if you have no solution at the end of your story it's it, it's kind of seen as a cheat uh, you know the world explodes so that's how you know that's how it gets solved there or or, or something falls on someone from from the mountaintop so if you don't plant that uh, that device uh, beforehand uh, they reference the Deus ex machina as a uh, I would consider a cheat anyway it is time to reflect on the last was it 25 weeks of show before this? I think we're on episode 26 right now. 25 weeks of show, a good half a year. We started in July or August. When did we start? July, I believe. Yeah, July. We started. July, beginning of July. And, um, and so this would cover, not a full year perhaps, but uh, certainly the last half year, the year-end awards. These are all, these awards all going to someone or something that, appeared on our show or had something to do with our show. So let's say if you don't agree with our wrestler of the year and you think, you know, it should have been Cody Rhodes, well, we didn't really talk about Cody Rhodes. So it has to be relevant to this show. The Click This Universe, it's all that exists, okay, when we choose these awards. So I'm going to save everybody the headache of uh, second-guessing what we did and saying, oh, there's a better this and a better that. Uh, out there because there is no world but our world that's how it should be anyway there are no other sh- if you have to listen to one show it really should be ours okay so very i did wear the robe that was requested online i'm waiting for I- you to cut like some going go to some, some kind of religious uh, service here get well maybe i'll just take a bunch of people to cambodia and have them drink the kool-aid 
Um, so the first award we're going to give out here is the Gaylord Perry Woman of the Year. And we, we all agreed that this had to be worthy of Kevin's Gaylord Perry reference, first of all, was what, Kevin? Let everybody in on the joke here. That when you, when you first start off and you're a youngster and you get the bottle of lotion and you apply the palm, hit the shaft. Apply the palm, hit the shaft, shaft goes dry. You're losing a lot of time. The Gaylord Perry, if you know the reference, Gaylord Perry used to keep dabs of Vaseline all over himself. So he could touch his cap, twist it off. Go to the shoulder, twist it off. That was the, the, the Gaylord Perry reference. So so someone who would be the, the Gaylord Perry Woman of the Year would be one that would require, that, that might uh, drive you to, uh, to load up dabs of Vaseline everywhere and go to town on yourself. And the and, winner of the 20, go ahead. No, I'm Please. just going to say this also, if you, if you use Vaseline, of course, that was always my go-to because we had it in the house and you can never get busted. Like you couldn't like, spill, you're not going to spill Vaseline. What's this, Kevin? Right. Yeah. It's f- fucking no. Vaseline. What are you talking no. about? Problematic though, because uh, of course it's not water soluble. It beads in the shower and it's tough to get off. Not that I've used it. Um, the 2022 Gaylord Perry Woman of the Year, ladies and gentlemen, the late, great, hot Tony Katane. Yes. It's very, very, a very spankable young lady. Oh, yeah. listen, if, if, you, if she had a dime for every load she was responsible for throughout the 80s. Rest and, in peace, uh, sweetie. Yeah, and uh, and I got you know, I had the pleasure to meet her. She was a sweetheart. So. That was the the great story is that during a a, a fire alarm at a hotel at Embassy Suite at Embassy Suites, Kev stands out on the railing, not leaving, and he looks over, and the only other one not leaving was actually Tony Katane. and uh, he's like, "Well, since we're not leaving." How I just looked at I said, wine? "I looked at it, I said, times like this can make it on my own." Sleepless days. Is it White Snake? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait to see you again. She was past the Coverdale stage by then. Yeah. And uh, uh, and who was the, who was the pitcher? The uh, the, the Finley. Yeah, yeah. Maybe past that stage by then too. So, and uh, you had a very innocent, sweet night. No, oh, he's chilled. Yeah, chilled. What was she wearing? Did I ask you that last time? I picked. I picked, Can I tell? You? I I picture her in 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 the she t- had like jeans the tightest a, of jeans. Jeans and a t shirt. High heels. No, she had no shoes on. Oh, she wasn't going nowhere. Right. Well, this, this is just my demented. Yeah. Gay, Gaylord Perry. Her, she had like that. That hair was just. <clears throat> you know, she looked like she. I mean, she. She could tell she got the cones taken out. Right. You know, she's at that point of her life where, you know, she's gotten over being a sex object. Symbol. No, no, no one ever objectified her. Sex symbol. Sex symbol. Object. Um, so the great Tony could say, gone, El, gone El, too El soon. Makina. <laughs> ex, ex Machina. Akabasida. Um, drop okay. me off. Drop me off. Drop me off at the vice president's house in the chopper. 
Arnold, I hope. Yes. Okay. It's a little Arnold, a little Joey Diaz, to be honest with you. And a touch. And a touch. All you you need in Australia is three bad motherfuckers. (laughs) All right, Adolf, relax. Best Scott Hall term. We went with dripping pelt. That's good. And I think that's one everyone's going to add to their lexicon. (coughs) Yeah, there's nothing better in life than a fucking dripping, dripping pelt. There was some competition for this category, though, right? We had uh, Scott gave us, um, oh, God. Well, um, of course, uh, uh, the uh, meat gaze, which was was used pretty extensively on this show. And um, you know, you just kind of stuttered there. You don't have have CT, do you? I've never been hit by a chair. But I think I've hung out with enough guys so, that have sitting to get it that, by proxy. Sitting that close next to Bob Holly during that motherfucking tirade right there. Is enough. Yes. Scott gave us so much, um, but uh, he'll best be remembered on this show for uh, for dripping pelts. And that's uh, so. I so every year, so every year in January, we're gonna have to co- we're gonna have to find a new Scott term. So you're gonna have to dig up. You're gonna to have to get over that CTE hump and dig up a lot of Scott uh, term terminology every year, if there's gonna be the best Scott Hall term every year. Um, the click this fan of the year, Kevin, and you know we we have uh, tens of thousands of listeners every week, hundreds of thousands by the uh, by month's end, so we could have chosen anyone. But there was one it's person. Like a million people a month. Look at this, man. So we had to choose one. So I had to choose one that that made it known in the most grand scale that he was a fan. And the uh, 2022 recipient of the Click This Fan of the Year is Mr. Kenny Omega, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, uh, yes. It's nice that I, I also am a fan of his, so that's, you know. It's always better when it's yes. not a douchebag yeah. that you he's, have to put over. When he's yeah. a good guy. Very good. And uh, if anyone – this is going to get us taken off YouTube if we play the announcement, Steve? Probably will, right? Because it's, it's an AEW clip, so we can't uh, can't play it. But uh, He's kind of got a Daniel Day-Lewis um, Gangs of New York going on in that last photo we Oh, saw. right. The uh, Yeah, let's see that. Bring that up again. Let me see. the uh, Yeah. <laughs> A little bit. The pork chop sideburns going into the mustache. Has he got there. the uh, red, white, and blue eye? No. And then no, the, e- no eagle eye. And the, the crazy eyes, though, if nothing else, right there. All right, congratulations, Kenny. Well deserved. Um, best boo boo face. Okay. Oh. So uh, I, I think it was again, universally a, a, again, agreed. Again, a, a, a Scott term. That's true. A, a Scott term made it onto the actual categories. The boo-boo yeah. face of the year. Kev, what do you think? Where does it go? Drum roll. Oh, God. I hate to, to beat on a dead horse. but Especially one that's so tired. And, and old. old. And injured. And hungry. I'm going to go with our, our, our friend uh, Phil. Yep. Here it is. I'm not even going to call him CM Punk anymore because he's not. He doesn't work anymore. He's. I just. What the fuck happened to his eyes? 
Under the eyes? Was that, was that blood? Did he bleed in that match? Is that what that was? Yeah, it's, it looks like it's in his scalp, too. Little juice. All right. Well, congratulations, Phil. You get the, uh, the award on our show. Everyone's saying, well, it's all right if Kev does that because he worked in the ring. But that other motherfucker, he never worked in a ring. How does he get to, to shoot on uh, anybody? Uh, he never worked, in, never worked in a ring in his life. I always loved that criticism when I would hear wrestlers talk about, like Meltzer, and be like, how does he know? He never worked. So we can't know a bad movie? You have to have worked in the movies to know a bad movie? You have to have sung songs to know that a song is You shit. have to be a chef to know a meal sucks. Yeah, apparently. Oh, boy. We're not yeah. saying it. We're just saying it's a boo-boo face. He, yeah, no, 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 I know. But I'm, yeah. but I'm saying I have heard that criticism of people like Meltzer where they, yeah. they justify it by saying, well, he never worked in a ring. How does he you know wrist lock from wristwatch? A little silly. I just don't like when, when somebody tells me somebody is or is not a good worker. But here's what I can tell you, whether someone entertains me. I yeah. can tell you that. I, I may not know the mechanics. I know enough of the mechanics. But your average fan may, may not, so they're just able to say, I turn off his matches because they put me to fucking sleep. And guess what? He's a, he, he's a ratings point. He's, he's a Nielsen point. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a, that's a much better indicator than... Uh whether he has a star at the, at the end of the night after his match, if he didn't exactly. have a motherfucker watching. Exactly, Baba. You're not, baby. The Harley Race Wrestler of the Year. Okay, it's got to be somebody profiled on our show, Kev. And, uh, you know, Harley, no one's going to argue. If, if we're going to do this in the image of Harley Race, one of the greatest of all time, over everywhere, multi-time world champion, Seven-time real-world champion. So uh, I don't think our recipient tonight has been a world champion outside of someone's garage somewhere. However, I don't give a shit what anyone says. He's the people's champion. He is the And he's the click this <laughs> champion because he found a way to get heat in 2022 when no one gives a shit. And that is Daniel Richards, the progressive liberal. Now, yes. I know, I know he's a listener. I had plenty of his friends accost me at the last convention. And uh, listen, say what you will. I don't care if you've heard of him or not or ever seen a match. The guy realized I'm working West Virginia, so I'm putting on a Hillary Clinton shirt. I, I think just the... That's balls. I mean, it's it, such uh, fucking balls. It's like the old days you'd hear like Mulligan would get slashed on his way out with uh, a with a. He runs the risk of being, as you know, murdered uh, on the way out of the ring and uh, snowflake off the top rope. Love it, love it, love him, Daniel Richards. Just, and the, and the fact that he wears trunks. Trunks alone's heat. Oh right, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Lovely. There it is, the image. Is he, doing, he must be doing lunges. What the? <laughs> I know he's got a Biden shirt he wears, too. Oh, well yeah. done. Well done. Brings us to the stiff one of the year. <clears throat> Let's go, Brandon. We've had 26 stiff ones to date, 25 that we could have voted on. And the uh, our, our panel of experts, our League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, have uh, have chosen have chosen what, Kevin? 
We had we had two that we we talked about. I don't, we thought that the one, it's the one's Lily, the David O. Russell uh, Lily, Lily tantrum. Ta- Lily, ta- yeah. And then we also had the the Tatanka, uh, which we actually found more humorous. The fact that uh, the click had held him back during a WrestleMania that one click person was actually in the company before the formation uh, of, <laughs> yeah, of, I mean, of the click. there was no click so so congratulations to both of you if we have to give uh to give both yeah um the uh it'd be very hard to find a tantrum uh worse than david o russell on the set of i heart huckabees and uh and uh lily tomlin who held her own who held her own during the uh there's actually another Scene maybe maybe that will make another appearance that uh, from an, from a, another scene in the film where and and in this one they're 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 kind of like it's a car shot so there's two or three people in the car and Lily's one of them and it's one of those where the camera's like shooting in through the driver's side window so it's a tight scenario and Dustin Hoffman is next to her and she's having another tantrum and I, I think David's yelling at her from the street and she's freaking out and ever the professional under his breath you can hear Hoffman just going just use it use it for the scene Lily use it use it use it for the scene all method tremendous oh yeah I'll find that one um, so congratulations David and uh, and Tatanka um, have you seen um, are we we're not done yet so I'm not gonna butt yeah. Go ahead. It's have, have you seen have you seen Glass Onion? It's the CTE. No, but I was just reading something about it. Well, go ahead. Well, tell me what you were going to say. Um, I was disappointed. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought Batista was good in it. I think Batista does a very good job of what he picks mm. as as far as roles. Good agent, maybe. I, but I think Dave's got. I think Dave is is is. He, he's on it. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's he's into his he's into his craft. He's into the skill. And the thing is, is like I couldn't see anybody playing that part better than him. Well, that's the ultimate compliment, right? When you say nobody else could have played this part, whether it that, be yeah, Louis he, De Palma in Taxi or Carol O'Connor as Archie Bunker the, or the, Dave Batista in this. At the beginning, you know, like when he's like in, there's a shot of him and he's in like a garage with the uh the cars and it just it kind of felt like it it gave a vibe of, of his crib very good so i'll have to find so worth not worth watching though no dead it's worth watching it's just i don't know transparent okay. all right well i'm getting two worth watching from let me let me, let me let me put it this way was it wasn't much much of a mystery to me okay uh, getting not as good as Knives Out, but really fun. All right, I'll give it a shot. I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. The director claimed it was the uh, he was the best wrestler turned actor. Ooh, there's a, there's a whole show on that someday. All the guys that have been on camera in meaty roles. Not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> there's been so many of y'all we can pick through. No, there's really not. All right, it, it is time for the best impersonation. And uh, we have a guest presenter. Please come out. Mr. Uh, Mr. Christopher Walken will be presenting the uh, best click this impersonation. The 2022 Best Impersonation Award 
goes to none other than Kevin Nash for his portrayal of Anthony Hopkins in Legends of the Fall. Very good. I think that was... uh, Jesse could have been a close second. Fuck you! Fuck you, Hopkins! Fuck you! Fuck them all! Very, very good. Very good. There were so many. We had... We had the the Jesse. What do you know? What do you know, Walken? There you go. The next year's <laughs> presenter, Jesse Ventura, coming out on the stage. Don't smack him. Why, we can't why, have a Chris why, Rock why moment. Why here. don't you tell me? Why don't you tell me, Christopher Walken, why you fucking dance in that fucking music video? Could have had a Joey Diaz. Yeah. The De Niro is a visual, so I don't know for our, our listeners. But uh, but a fine choice, Legends. We got plenty of traction out of uh, Colonel, uh, oh, Christ, what was his name in the film? Uh, whatever his name was in the film. Hopkins in Legends <coughs> of the Fall. You know exactly Fucking, who that is. Man, you, your CT has been, I told you not to start taking those Muay Thai classes. Classes, <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> Show you my midsection to dispel that myth. Come on, Fitbot. Uh, get get me ready. Twenty twenty three, Fitbot. Hey, give it give it a chance, man. Rome wasn't built in a day. Uh, Even though you got Caesar's robot, I do. <laughs> Props to the ghost of uh, Gianni Versace. Um, all right, the pick a hand. Uh, no, I'm sorry. This is the uh, the Uniondale, New York bunkhouse uh, match of the year. So uh, this needs no explanation. Uh, we've covered copiously. Uh, the clusterfuck that was the uh, Long Island, New York pay-per-view bunkhouse match of the year from the wrong time being advertised and fans being there uh, well after the event had started. So um, the award for this goes to none other than the episode 13 of the Click This program, the Kevin Nash podcast, which featured no Kevin Nash. Due to the uh, the hurricane and the, the power outage, so fans tuning in to get their favorite uh, former wrestler, uh, come actor, uh, come uh, uh, political commentary, com- commentarist, turn podcaster, non paid, non paid podcaster, servant of the people. <laughs> uh, Got Sean Oliver and Steve Kaufman instead. So that was episode 13. Uh, I know you're all rushing to YouTube uh, to head back uh, to that one. Listen, we could have put a rerun. We wanted to give you something fresh, right? So we did. I I watched it. I enjoyed it. He's a good actor as well. Kevin Nash, thank you very much. Um, That uh, that brings us to the pick-a-hand moment of the year. Okay, so the pick a hand, if no one remembers, that was when Rob Van Dam famously uh, told uh, Taz to pick a hand before he hit him with it. And uh, the pick a hand moment of the year award is going to, drum roll, what comes to mind, uh, Kev, when I say who had to pick a hand? Well, I mean, you talking about picking a hand, you really had to pick a hand. This cat had had one one hand already tied up, so Mr. Andrew Frey. This was the man who was high on meth, fighting off fifteen police officers while masturbating. So bad. That's a bad motherfucker. Shut your mouth. I'm feeling like 
I'm feeling like this may be the only award he was up for, but God damn it, he's getting it. Uh, true story, folks. This is from, I want to say it's Oregon Steve. Uh, uh, go down for me a little bit here. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it was Oregon. Okay, Oregon. So, yep, and it's, uh, it's a legit story. So, got, um, got kind of a shoot fighter look. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. You know? A little bit of that. Uh, what was that guy's name that started out early? For, was it Griffin? I don't know. Forrest, One of the Gracies, perhaps. Like Forrest Griffin or something like that. Okay. I don't know. So uh, congratulations, Andrew Frey, wherever you are today. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you're not a free man after that, but uh, but who knows with the uh, justice system these days. Um, Forrest Griffin, yes, you are confirmed there. Um, now, th- boy, think for those of you that feel you're too busy to get a task done, Andrew Frey should be your model, your go-to, a man truly with his hands full. And uh, listen, I, I'm guessing a little blue chew maybe uh, for being able to to keep. I'm assuming if something was going on, the the, uh, the wood had to stay firm while in a fight with 15 police officers. I'm hoping he had a cock ring on. He had to get some help. I'm thinking we have There's, to. We also we since we brought up. Uh, Forrest Griffin, the, the, uh, Wesley just put that um, he had the, the thing that where they the thing that kind of made the UFC um, and and, Dan, and this is like quoted from Dana White was that um, that Ultimate Fighter that was on Spike the, the, they had the the, the first uh, round was Griffin versus uh, Stephen Bonner and they mm-hmm. had that they had that fight and. Um, it was an amazing. I remember watching that. Was I remember watching that? <clears throat> I also remember how Spike TV just would absolutely run UFC um, ads throughout our show because it was the highest, re- and they would never run a uh, TNA wrestling on a UFC thing. Were the ads paid? Probably not, because that's just fucking just not something you do. All right, so... Uh, but just rest in peace to rest Mr. In Bonner. Rest in peace to Mr. Yeah. Bonner, yes. I've met him a couple of times. He's a good cat. And um, that gets us to the B. Arthur Woman of the Year. Okay, so the... Uh, let's go... Let's give the, the, the runner-up first. The runner-up was Kay Ballard, which leads only one person that... that I mean... I like to call her Maud. I mean, I just do. Because, I mean, there were, you know, like we we all talked about, you know, Elizabeth Montgomery and, you know, Tina Louise. Uh, uh, Jeannie, what's her name? Yes. Um, uh, Barbara, Barbara, Barbara Eden. Eden. Uh, yes. Barbara Eden. But um, B. Arthur, I mean, ugh. Just, you're talking about a silver fox. Instant. I mean, mm. just fucking pull it out. Right out. Mm. But the uh, but listen, 
and, and and this 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 need not be uh, the sex symbol category because uh, that's the that's the first one that's the uh, of course the Gaylord Perry woman of the year. So this, this is more than this is more the dripping pelt. A, this is accomplishment, is what I would not not that having uh, the the full ficus tree between your legs isn't an accomplishment, but uh, but the B. Arthur Woman of the Year award for 2022 goes to B. Arthur. For, for starting this show off, if anyone does not remember, episode one was started uh, with the poetic imagery from Mr. Nash. I think it was, uh, what was it? It was. Uh, I think I, we were eating, eating B. Arthur's dripping box from behind or something. Right. I think that. it was something like that. So that I, got I know that show. we, it, I know that it was, was uh, oral love to, yeah. to, to be. But as as a storyteller, a screenwriter, a, a, a an author, you're always looking to so perfectly set the tone for what a viewer's about to see rather quickly, and um, and uh, B. Arthur uh, did that uh, through the mind of Kevin Nash uh, in episode one. And I don't remember stuttering as I came up with that. That was that was well before the effects of the CTE oh, had okay. settled, which clearly <laughs> happened somewhere in episode twenty four or twenty five. If we go by YouTube, the the basement denizens on YouTube. Oh, stop it! Stop and, it! And uh, that about, brings us to good. I'm about to go Gaylord Perry on that lady. The uh, Florida man, Jersey guy of the year. Okay, we had to pick somebody, whether from Jersey or Florida, who most exemplified the the game and and the intent of the Florida man, Jersey guy game every week. And uh, for our winner, we go uh, we go no further than uh, to uh, let's see what city are we in here? Uh, Clearwater. In Florida, for uh, the gentleman named Chad Mason, folks. Florida man arrested after having public sex with a dog and damaging a church nativity scene. Not unlike um, our friend earlier, Andrew uh, Frey, who was uh, um, busy with himself and the police. Uh, This gentleman here, uh, Mr. Chad Mason, uh, saw fit to not only plow a, a dog from behind, but also destroy a church nativity scene. Um, it's uh, listen if you have goals. Uh, I think one of his buddies did that haircut, or I mean that. Yeah, that, that whole that whole trim job, everything just looks the first shit. Yeah, he needs to change the uh, the location of his shape up because that's uh, that that's clearly isn't up, working. Yeah. But listen. Say what you will, Kevin Nash. You're not the recipient of the Florida Man Jersey Guy of the Year. He is. So he he, he obviously did something right or terribly wrong. I wonder so that, if I mean in in as far I mean and and of course nativity scenes aren't you know that's not like a give me nowadays. It's hard to find, right? And, and well, they were they were basically outlawed for a while, you know. And you're gonna have you'd have a baby Jesus in the in the in the in the hay there or whatever, and then you got Mary who's got to probably be there. What, what, the, what does it say? What kind of dog it was? Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's get that up again. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, let's see. He was going to town on. Uh, I want to say a labradoodle, a golden golden doodle. So. Uh, <coughs> 
that's a uh, was it a poodle and a and a golden retriever mix? Is that what a golden doodle would be? So wait, wait, maybe it was a standard poodle and a golden retriever. So you know, <laughs> why, why they gotta have the the Clearwater fucking cop car? But they making sure that they we don't allow this kind of shit in Clearwater. Well, there's the scene. There's the crime scene tape. Because I guess they were dusting for prints off the dog's asshole. Something. I don't know what you do when you have mm. a, a raped dog. How did no video of this? There's video of everything out there. There's there's no video of this. Nor nor the guy with the that couldn't be an episode of Cops when they roll up and some guys pounding a shanker and and taking on fifteen cops somewhat successfully, I guess, as they have to pick a hand. I, I yeah I you know to me it's just like there had to be some body cam of that fucking action. That's making the rounds in some in some locker room somewhere. Right? You gotta be get them to the other side of the blue wall to get that video. All right, Kevin, I gotta talk to you about upside right now. Okay, you know I love reading. I'm a writer. You have to read if you write. Books are very expensive now. Okay, you're paying thirty dollars for a hardcover book. Right, I know. And uh, I do a lot of audiobooks too, so I'm often reading one or two books, and I have an audiobook. It is an expensive hobby, I admit it, but you know what? I found a great way to help offset some of my hobby by doing nothing more than I'm doing already, shopping. The app is called Upside, okay? It's an incredible app for anybody who buys gas, groceries, dines out with Upside, I get cash back with every purchase that I can use to fund anything, but I'm going to do an experiment and see how long it takes to pay for a free hardcover book by just shopping and using my Upside app. Like I would shop for anything normally, okay? Gas, food, groceries. Uh, If you want to get started, download the free Upside app, okay? I want you to use the promo code CLICK, K-L-I-Q. And get an extra 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas, okay? It's paying you back for buying what you normally would buy, okay? This is a no-brainer. And I want you guys to do the experiment, too, and let us know how long it takes for you to earn your whatever your hobby is. If it's books, a hardcover book. If it's, what I don't know, whatever you but What do you buy? Collectibles? How long it takes... To offset, especially now with inflation, things are crazy. Okay, go download the Upside app. Okay, promo code click K L I Q. All right. Now, um, what you're going to do is claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Then just pay as usual with a credit or debit card. Follow the steps in the app and get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards and those loyalty programs, you're going to earn up to three times more cash back with Upside, okay? So I want you to try Upside instead of those. Upside, it doesn't sell your personal information to third parties. It's a very safe and secure app, website. Um, They value your information, okay? They know it's a vital part of a trusted relationship with clients like you. Upside users are earning hundreds of dollars a year, okay? That's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. So go download the free Upside app and use the promo code KLIQ. Click to get that extra 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. That's an extra 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas using the promo code KLIQ. And we thank you, Upside 
for sponsoring our show. All right, back with Click This, the Kevin Nash podcast. We promise you access to Mr. Nash. And we have different ways to do that now that we're on ad-free shows, by the way. If you go to adfreeshows.com, you can uh, you can listen and uh, not only listen to the ad-free early shows, but we have special events like watch-alongs where you get to participate and live audience tapings, which we had last week for the Christmas show, which seemed to be a hit. Uh, we're going to announce the next one next week, so uh, stay tuned. We'll let you know when the January events will be, the uh, watch-along and the live studio audience shoot. Chuck Martin, hashtagged Ask Nash, so he gets a question. He says, uh, hey, Big Kev, being a downriver native, it's probably some Michigan shit, uh, was just curious if you have ever spent any time in Lincoln Park. I went to Lincoln Park High School and would love to know if you've spent any time in my hometown. Thanks, big man, loving the podcast. So... Um, actually I played basketball in the Lincoln Park High School. Um, they had a guy named Norm Muller when I, I think I was a junior or a senior, but I was at a Southgate Aquinas and we played them. I was in the Detroit Catholic League. And my brother was born at Lynn Hospital in, in Lincoln Park, which is no longer in existence. I don't know when they got rid of it, but you can probably ask around. So yeah, my brother was actually, my brother Mark was born in Lincoln Park. There you go. And, I, and, I'd, and I'd always heard when I was young that Seeger was from Lincoln Park. Bob Seeger, is this yeah, true? I thought he was yeah. Detroit. No, I heard that he was, was, was maybe he was born in, maybe he was born in Lynn Hospital. Because my, my brother didn't live in, you know, of course we didn't live in Lincoln Park, but that was just where my mom's uh, doc was. All right, here, let's see. I think they might, they might have him, it has Ann Arbor, Michigan. Well, I have him born in Detroit, but that doesn't necessarily mean the hospital was there, right? What do they have me born at? Well, I was born let's in Detroit. See. I was born at Harper Hospital in Detroit. You know when I type your name, you know the first thing that shows on the bottom. Where is that? Kevin Nash Detroit style pizza. See that? Motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> Little Caesars making some bank off click this. Good for you. Good some for guy you some guy said on, on our thing he says, Yeah, it's it's because little it's because little Caesars is run Hey, you stupid fuck. Stafford's been run, been doing Little Caesars ads all year long. It's not because it's c close to the playoffs. We're two games away from the playoffs, you stupid asshole. Uh, Detroit. They have you born in Detroit. Okay. Oh, that brings us to Brandon. Ra Duke. Rail splitters. Lincoln Park rail splitters. Was that the team name, the high yep. school team? Yeah. The biggest fucking gymnasium in a high school ever. I mean, it, it was like seven basketball, like full-length basketball courts across. Mm. Giant gymnasium. Right off of, was it right off of, nah, it wasn't off 75. It was like the high school was right off, I don't know if Lodge was there. Or, I don't know what that was. 
So there were multiple courts in the in the one. Oh, it was, in the gi- one it was gigantic. Yeah. Okay. Brandon Doty, love the show, weekly listener, and love the way y'all continue to keep tea as a big part of the show, of course. Uh, my question, though, is y'all have great chemistry. I'd love to know the story or stories on how you two met. Take care. Hope you have a good holiday. Well, we were spit-roasting an aging actress on the set of The Golden Girls, and uh, <laughs> Kev took the rear, and I took the front. No, I want to say it was... Um, it was for a job. It was for uh, probably Timeline. I would say Timeline WWE might have been the first show we did together. And in that same shoot, I think we shot your, we green screened and shot your countdown uh, responses to the wrestling's most countdown show, at which point Kevin was probably mentally going, are they getting two fucking shows out of me for one price? And the answer is yes, Kevin. Um, and we actually cut the countdowns into three <laughs> shows. So envelope, we got envelopes a light. light. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we got four shows out of Kev for the price of one, and he still came back for more. I think we probably did. You, you shoot yeah, after that. You actually paid me something, though. See? <laughs> you weren't These reading my ads. motherfuckers. So that was it. It was it was timeline, and then we did a you shoot and a bunch of stuff, and we would see each other like at at the events when yeah. he'd be at conventions, and plus we got along. I mean, we we would actually like, hey man, you want to get some food? Like we just got along. Yeah, that was always the thing. There, there there were a handful of guys in the business that I enjoyed my time off camera more with, just because we could talk about anything. Like Sullivan always, like whenever I was out to eat with Sullivan or whatever, like we didn't talk about wrestling. No. And we talk about uh, real estate or whatever was going on, you know. So, um, so I guess that stuff trans- translates onto camera or microphone, uh, Brandon. Um, Travis, love this show. Hope to try your jackknife, bud, here. OK State. Um, Oklahoma. A uh, question is... Had you stayed with WWE, do you think Diesel would have worked in the Attitude Era, or would you have wanted to drop the gimmick and be Kevin Nash? If I don't go to WCW, there is no Attitude Era. And I like your artwork, by the way. Who's that? You. Where? It's right behind you, over your shoulder. You have to. You, you can't. You can't see that. Any, no, no, no. Don't, don't, don't touch it. You, go, like, put your chair back up when you when you look. Now, put your chair up. When you when you you look at it, it, it looks like it's a it's a it looks like it's abstract. Oh, looks, just like uh, the colors. You mean? The, yeah, it looks like an abstract painting. I've done some abstract painting actually. I, I have should, too. I'm gonna start hanging. I used, to, I used to. I used to. I used to. I have. Uh, Besides stutter, I paint. This could, well, maybe you and me will do a Bob Ross episode where we paint live for everybody. I can't, yeah. The happy little trees. Um, so, but here's a good question though about the about the whole the Nash thing. The the dropping the diesel happens obviously for for copy for trademark reasons right. when you go over, and it's you and Scott and and everybody ends up doing it. Um, Except Waltman, they called six, but whatever. So, um, so you probably never would have thought to do that if you stayed in WWE. You would have just rode the diesel wave. 
There been no reason to become Kevin Nash. No. In the ring. Okay. Peter Valdez Valadez. At the three minute mark, you rib Larry Legend's duds live on air. Did you know how sensitive he was backstage about his TV gear? On the second clip, Tony talks about it. Okay, so we have to go to the videotape here. This is you making fun of Larry Zabisco shirt. And then Tony Schiavone retelling the story later on. Let's listen to this here. Would you like me to do the impression? I'll I'll be Zabisco, <laughs> and Kevin can just make fun of my robe. All right, here we go. I like this because you look important. Yeah, I got a point. How you doing, Count Giovanni? Good. Hey, Larry, Thank good you. to see you. It's a nice outfit you got on there. Get a cup of soup with that? Anyway, the other point is, hey, everybody knows that since we came here... Nitro's so he's unamused. Now, Shivani's very amused, obviously. Now, in war games, if I'm not, correct me if I'm wrong here, but in war games... But Larry's not. In war games... So, uh, Steve, go to the second clip where Tony recounts the... I was uh, stuttering then. I said war games nine times. You... Uh, yeah, you got a thing with them. With the, okay, here it is. There was, now, there was one time. Now, if we can flash forward to me breaking up. Sure. Courtesy of uh, RF Video, by the way. One of the, uh, the backstage jokes that we always had with announcers was Larry Zabisco was always worried about the shirts. Larry always brought like 10 shirts with him. And if you, if you go back and look at the old days in Thunder, Larry always had these weird-looking shirts. We had a Three Stooges shirt at one time. So he would always go into, he would, we'd always announce in the back and he would always say, let me ask you something. What do you think of this shirt? Do you think it goes here? And then he would say to Tanae, what do you think about this shirt? And we would always say, yes, legend, the shirts look great, okay? I mean, just leave us alone. Are you sure? I mean, he was really concerned about that. So, you know, this went on and on and this became a running joke. And so uh, there's a, an opening scene on Thunder where uh, the outsiders come in and Hall and Nash walk into us. And I don't know if it was Hall or Nash said it, and they called me Count Shivani. Hey, Count Shivani. Hey, living legend. Nice shirt. Did you get a bowl of soup with that shirt? That's okay. Awesome. And I started laughing. And on the air, I, I, I couldn't stop. I mean, but just because I know, <laughs> right. I know the legend so worried about the shirt. And now they're using that line from Caddyshack, you know, get a bowl of soup with that hat. Right. And, and, and I'm laughing, and Bischoff uh, was really pissed off at me. He said, you don't laugh. How long have you been doing this? You don't laugh. I, I, I said, I understand, but you've got to realize what we've been through with Legend the entire time in the backstage area. So they had me come, they had me do another interview later that night where Kevin Nash threatened me never to laugh at his interviews again. There you go. So that's the that's the one time that I remember not being able to to uh, to hold back the laugh only because the way Legend was about his shirts. You remember the promo? No. <laughs> no. <clears throat> I always called I always called Tony Count Count Schiavone. <clears throat> Nick, for both of you. You have five Martin Scorsese films. Can keep three, but have to expunge two from existence. 
Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, Goodfellas, Casino, The Irishman. This is very easy for me. I'm, I'm a very big Scorsese fan, uh, film school geek that I am. Put up, can you put it up again one yeah, more time? Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I have to, I'm going to subtract. Um, I'm, 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 I'm keeping Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, and Goodfellas. That's exactly what I would have done. Casino, we can call Goodfellas too, right. <laughs> basically. And uh, and the Irishman, you know, while it was fun uh, to watch that last year, it, it was again nothing we could have. Wesley, you, you, it's like stabbing me in the heart to say get rid of Raging Bull. Oh, oh, oh. My God, Raging Bull was what a work of art. Jesus, amazing. All right, we're going to debate this. Wesley adores Casino. We're going to talk later. All right, Ad- admittedly, Don Rickles on camera was worth the two hours, but for God's sakes, uh, let's see here. And Taxi Driver, you can't touch. It's, it's, a, it's a piece of American cinema. It doesn't age well. Just Harvey Keitel alone's worth that. Yeah, the, the Bernard Herrmann score. That It was a snapshot of New York City in the 70s. and. Take a hike, Chief. Let's go. Uh, RJ, if you both could go back and star in one classic movie or TV show, what would you want to star in and why? Well, I want to star in Godfather, too, because most people think that that's the, uh, the pinnacle of cinematic excellence. Second choice would be Pulp Fiction. If I could have Bruce Willis's role in Pulp Fiction, I probably would have had a career. So, if I'm just speaking from a strictly artistic sense, it would probably be something with good with good dialogue, with something rich to work with, like maybe a Sidney Lumet film, maybe and Justice for All, to do that final courtroom speech. Um, that Pacino does as he's being dragged from the courtroom. He screams, I've just made my opening statement. Tremendous. Um, But from a business sense, if I'm going to put my Kevin Nash on, will fucking friends ever stop paying the residuals? Will friends ever stop buying me houses? So uh, from a business, and you could sleepwalk through that. I mean, it was written so well. uh, the, 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 the comedy writing was great on the show. I would do Friends from a business standpoint, or uh, and Justice for All, let's say from a from a performance standpoint. Did, what, was it a film or just uh, could it be a show? It said film or TV. So oh, All right. well, film. I, I, well, I you were already know. the lead on Good Times in your seventies. Uh, yes, I was. Yes. Uh, then I'll be I'll be I'll be the, I'm gonna go Seinfeld I'll be Jerry mm. Seinfeld I'll go Seinfeld yes and then uh, do I, go ahead and and, and, and uh, bucket hook into a curb your enthusiasm <laughs> curb looks like so much fun to be on oh god I love the improv he's just fucking incredible. He was the first person that I read during the during all the COVID shit, right? When it's going and they're shutting down the country, unprecedented, the country shutting down. You can get nothing. I opened the Sunday Times 
And Larry David's like, this is kind of like a dream for me. He's like, I don't see what everybody's complaining about. There's way too much going out happening. I said, this is fucking incredible. It was the first dissenting voice. People are dying. And he has the balls to come out and say, this is kind of my dream. You know, my, my, my wife and I were having this conversation the other day. <clears throat> and... Um, like when it was like lockdown, lockdown, and we only had it here, like <laughs> it's true in Florida. I mean, maybe fucking six weeks. I was gonna say I had to get takeout for the month yeah. of April down there, yeah, and that was it. Six to eight weeks, but I'm thinking I'm thinking more six. But uh, you know, my my wife, my son, and myself, we were absolutely cool with like he'd come down and play the guitar and. Like that, I think that's what has made this, um, like this, him passing just so tragic is that we, we, you know, we just got done, um, before he passed, we just got done going through a hurricane with no power for like eight fucking days. And everybody on earth says, I can't believe. With the amount of money you have, you don't have a generator. We also don't have fucking ga- we don't have gas on the on, on my peninsula, and you have to have. And I don't have enough land because I have a pool and too big of a house on a hundred by hundred lot to to put a, a, a propane tank. So I can't have one. Okay, I'm sorry, but. Just going through those those things, you know, as a family, and it just—I actually was had had started to write a screenplay on like that five-day period, a family of three of of the highs, the storm, you know, like going out the next day and and seeing the neighbors' houses in the ocean, like that was. And I remember just vividly, you know, like, you know, T playing different, you know, playing guitar and just having a candle over by him and just sitting in our chairs and that, and that storm just pounded on that house and pounded on that house and just like, so. Yeah. It was much more, uh. It was different than COVID in that it was it was such a an yeah. Now you had power during COVID, right? So that that's yeah. that's the game changer there. Well, you got TV. I mean, yeah. people say I don't get how you binge watch. I don't get it. I'm like, what? Who doesn't like, binge watch something now? I people I just really I just binge watch the recruit. Anybody seen that? No. Anybody and our crew seen the, the recruit? Nope. Worth a worthwhile? Are you giving it stars? Yeah, yeah. Four Me, stars. Uh, Waltman's watching it right now. Okay. I don't call him Waltman, but if I say Sean, then I've got to say Sean Waltman. Way too many. Because there's I, then it's, it could be, it could be Sean Michaels. When well, it's when and when you're on the phone and you tell Tamara, "Hang on, it's Sean." She's like, "Which one?" It's, yeah. Um. All right, so uh, I actually call you Sheen when it's just me and her. Okay, as in Charlie. Yeah. Uh, winning. I, sm- I smoke eight. <laughs> I smoke seven gram rocks. 
the goddesses. The goddesses are here. The goddesses are in the house. Austin sent me that the other day with some thing on Instagram where he says, man, I was running so hard. I was smoking seven gram rocks. Steve and I, Steve and I send the most stupid things back and forth to each other. <laughs> well, maybe that could be a category in the year end awards next year. Stupidest text from Steve Austin. Nick no, Brown. They're, they're, they're not texts. They're um, actual. We just send each other on, on Instagram, like we. Oh, the direct messages. Yeah. Yeah, but it, they're the but they're somebody else's thing. So he's sharing. Yeah, he, he's sharing. Yeah, we're just share. Right. We just share some. Tyrus, Tyrus, uh, uh, that's on Fox. He, him, and I. We had this. I got to. I got to just tell this real quick. So me, me and Tyrus. Uh, are down and we're doing the, uh, this Mar- Marlins uh, um, oh, the CTE kicking in right here on camera. No, I, 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 I can't. It. I can't go into it because it, it's. I, I, I'm, th- I'm. I'm thinking it through and I'm like, Ugh. oh, you're protecting somebody. I'm, yeah. Oh, I, we're uh, every other podcast now. Uh, no money and we protect people. That's why I'm protected, because you motherfucking, our motherfucking advertisers don't pay, so fuck you. I'm not, go, I'm not sticking my neck out. You can't fucking write a check. Many of our advertisers pay. I just want to say, we are, we are very thankful for those of you that, that pay the bills on time. Yeah, all three of you. Helps keep, helps keep a show moving. All right. Uh, Nick Brown really enjoyed Kevin Nash breaking down the psychology of working a cage match. Would he be willing to break down his thought process on other types of matches, perhaps a tag match? Sure. How about a bull rope match? Can we start with that, maybe? The, yeah, uh, it's too old. Russian chain? Nah, too perhaps. old. Perhaps. Uh, a, a tag match. Judy Bagwell it, on a pole? Tag matches. We, 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 Scott and I had a couple of spots that we used to do that I haven't seen done since. Don't understand why they don't do them. But you know how, like, when the, you, you get the guy in trouble and you the guy's reaching over the, the, the corner and you turn to you, like, you've, get the, you've got your back to the guy who's reaching over because mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're pounding that guy. And then you turn around and you knock the guy off the apron. Yes. That's reaching. But we would, then we, then we would go through the ropes. And then beat the dog fuck out of that person, take him off the steps, off the post, beat his ass, turn around, then have the other guy make a comeback. It gives Scott like a you know uh, atomic drop or something like that, and he be waiting, waiting, waiting to sell. And as he got to his feet, like like Scott, like the referee would be watching that, and I would go along the outside of the apron and clothesline the guy. That was coming back up to to make the tag the second time, and then at that point Scott would ball shot the guy, and we go into another set of heat. So there's a lot you can do when you're working with four people there. And yeah, a, it's, and I, ways I never, to tweak and, the, and I hate the classic when, hot tag tease. Vince Vince hates tags. Vince always hated tag matches. He used to call them garnish and shit. And I'm like, man, you can do so much fucking good shit in a tag match. He hated them so much he created the fucking Survivor Series with, with four five-on-five tags all night long. It was impossible to watch. That was my least favorite pay-per-view when they'd put, like, they'd work up enough angles all year. Where you Have you ever like, watched back some of the old when, 
I would I would have like I would have hung myself before I would have been on the Warriors team. Where he got to cut the promo for you? Oh right! No yeah. matter what you, you, you know, yeah, we're gonna get you guys. I just was in fuck this. The spirits of planets past and world universes will convert. Yeah, whoa, what the fuck? That was like Jimmy Snooker esque type fucking promos. Snooker was just high for every promo. You thought he was like conjuring some mystical thing, brother, when we... And he was just gone. He smoked so much ganja. Um, Germinator, what are your favorite sports teams? Big fan of the show. My father passed away. You and Sean have really helped me through it. Thank y'all. R.I.P.T. Sorry much to hear love. about your father. Big Daddy Cool and your family. Yes, yes. Thanks. Thank you for the, uh, the love for tea. Um, my favorite teams... Um, baseball is the Tigers. Second would be the Yankees. Um, football is the Lions. Um, I don't really have a second. Maybe Raiders when they were in Oakland because I used to like. But uh, I would say probably this. If I would, I would say probably number two for football would be Steelers. Um. Basketballs, the Lakers. I don't have a. I don't have a second. I guess you don't have a second. Huh? I mean the Pistons, but I mean I always pull for the Pistons, unless they're playing the Lakers. Um, but then when the when Detroit actually played the Lakers and beat them for the championship, I was pulling for the Pistons. So I take that back. And then what do we got? Hockey, Red Wings. No, no seconds. Okay, you're a very localized fan with much of that, which which I yeah, understand. I grew so, up. Yeah, I guess I I grew but up. But over here, when you're in the shadow of New York, I mean, it's a smorgasbord of things. I was never. A, I mean, I am a Devils fan, so that's that's the one local team. But I'm I'm a Cowboys fan. That's there's my five rings. I have my Devil signed puck here. I'm not a big memorabilia guy, but uh, along the way, stuff kind of falls my way and. Uh, I get that. So that's baseball. Baseball, I, it's like watching flies fuck. I can't. Uh, so hockey's Devils. Football is uh, is Dallas. And when I watched basketball somewhat religiously, 80s, 90s, I was a Celtics fan. I was a big, uh, I was a big Larry Bird fan. You know what? Speaking of memorabilia, I just got to show you this one fucking thing here. So... So, Steve, do you have... Uh, you know, I saw recently Gretzky's rookie card went up for auction. And uh, so here is, I have the Gretzky rookie card, right? And it's the, if you look, you won't be able to read it, but it's the Canadian version of Tops, which is called OPG. So those are like the big things to look for, of course. The, the Gretzky rookie and the OPG version of the card. I got, I, 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 this came my way, let's just say. And uh, so I see a, uh, and the, there was one, uh, this is a current auction here. I see a, a card, a rookie of this, which goes for like $2.6 million. 
I see online. It wasn't an eBay. It was like at, at Sotheby's or something like that. And uh, so I'm going, holy fuck, I, th- I think this is the card I have. Steve, see if you can see what it went for like at Sotheby's. Like two years ago, I would say it was. So I, I scramble in and I look and I have it. It's still in the plastic. It's the Canadian, the more rare OPG version of the card. And uh, But I, I never had it graded. I had nothing. So finally, I talked to some people who, uh, uh, the uh, what's the PSA, which are the, are the grading people. So I have to get this thing graded. So I could be sitting on a goddamn goal, 1.29, okay? I just showed you that fucking thing right there, right? 1.29. I don't know why. I guess the grading of it was so high that it could go for that much. It's probably worth $8 with the, I don't know. I probably, only saw one for 60 on that thing. Yeah, so I, I have to look into this. I could be... I could hang this whole goddamn podcast thing up. I might have to write another book again. How how to run a podcast and not get paid? I could write that book, actually. Yeah. We could do a a course. Uh, Well, listen, this is a fine time. Podcast for for idiots. To sign off for the final final edition of Click This. It's a, it was a production of Butch and Sundance Media. It was produced in association with Podcast Heat. Our producer was Steve Kaufman. Graphics were by Dominic D'Angelo. Title sequence and audio edit were by Wesley Burleson. Created by uh, Tristan Nash, Kevin Nash, and Sean Oliver. Theme song by Dale Oliver. Songs rights are now up for auction. If you'd like that to be the, the theme song for your podcast, please contact us. Uh, copyright twenty. Hey, did did you ever uh, find out if if you heard Tristan laugh or not, dude? Listen, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I heard it live. Um, Steve isolated the wave file so I can see the uh, uh, the undulation. You know what I'm talking right. about, right? It looks, yeah. And um, you were doing a, an impersonation or something. You were very loud. I was saying. I was talking. I said, yeah. If, if you if. If you if you, if Jimmy jumped off the bridge, would you jump? I was being somebody's okay, mother. Right. So you were loud, <laughs> and the uh, and so I have so it had like action all the way through, but it could have been like your echo. Um, but, uh, but that would have been something that T would have laughed at, right? But yeah, I'm, that, I'm that not kidding. Yeah, I heard been, that, that it was the echo or maybe the ringing of something metal in the room. It it sounded like his laugh. And believe me, I'm not that guy with the you know spirituality or anything. Close. I'm, I'm the most godless fuck you'll ever meet. But uh, why? Why is that? You have no. I mean, you have none. I want to. I don't want to turn this into a psychology session, but I desperately want to. I I admire people who have true faith. I'm not talking about people who right. wear wear it. Uh, I'm talking about people who have it internally, and the logic just takes over anything else, and uh, and I can't ever get there. I can't ever go there. Um, it's weird because, like, I I guess I'm spiritual because I have had like. I've had like different episodes of my life that aren't explainable. Um, and I remember like the last thing I said, CTE. To my, yeah, but the last thing I said to T was see on the other side in his ear. So I'm, I have to, I mean, no, I know I want that. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I mean, 
I, you know, the floating man is hard for me to buy, like the floating man. But, but I mean, if you want to talk about energy and people's energy as a tangible thing and, and like this that, is, I'm a little more down did, with did you see Did you see the movie Interstellar? No. So the movie Interstellar and McConaughey's in it and they go to another planet and they're gone like 12 fucking minutes. And they come back to the spaceship. And when they come back to the spaceship, there's a black cat that's part of the crew. And he's aged like 35 years. Like that 14 minutes was like 35 years on, on where they were. Mm. And uh, it was... When I saw that, and I remember like T, like T and I were, because were, were, I had to, like, we went and saw that and I had to piss. And I'm like, fuck, I got to piss, man. And he goes, I said, I, just clue me in when I get back. So, I mean, I sprinted up there, about pissed myself, sprinted back, sat down. I said, Did miss anything? He looked at me with the fucking, the most, just like, he just looked at me and goes, yeah, they went through the wormhole. And I'm like, really? I'm like, I missed the whole fucking movie? Yeah, pretty much. But, uh... Teach you to travel without a bottle. Exactly. But I always... like. So I think that... Um, I, I go on uh, Einstein's theory of relativity, and I know that we have electricity in us. Because we have an electrical... Like the, our synapse sure. is, is electrical. So we there's energy. So when we when we pass that energy, so say it goes to a, a, another dimension, you know, like this, you know. So this, here's our dimension. Here's this dimension, and that energy goes into this dimension, and then it travels, but it travels at at like a different. So to me, like I'm praying, um, or hoping, or whatever the fuck I'm doing that. My energy and my son's energy will go to that next plane, and it'll bump. And that bump will be for fucking 40 or 50 years on this planet. Mm. And that's what I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. You know, that, it's that, that fucking bump in energy would, 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 because everything's relevant. So that's kind of where, you know... So that and a fucking Gretzky rookie card. <laughs> Fuck the advertisers. <laughs> <laughs>